0: My name is Ginny, and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. And you are listening to I Love This, You Should Too with Samantha Hees and Indy Randawa. to i love this you should too a podcast
1: i like that you tell them it's a podcast every time
0: (laughs) well you know they Mm. might not know
1: wait wasn't this a book (laughs) not an
0: audiobook it's a podcast uh i'm samantha and with me is indy how are you indy
1: i'm doing good thank you i'm feeling I also have chocolate in my mouth, which I really shouldn't be eating during podcast. Oh my god, why are you eating
0: during a podcast? And why do I
1: have foil on the table? <laughs> it's going to be so noisy.
0: It's a minefield yeah. of things you don't... I'm going
1: to put the foil away now. So now we won't hear it for the rest. And um, I'll eat this chocolate when you're talking a little later. Do you have a pile of
0: precariously piled blocks beside you as well to just like push over? I do
1: a bunch of wine glasses piled upon each other. Oh,
0: there we go. Um,
1: I'm feeling lost. We haven't done, we haven't recorded in a long time.
0: No, we were um, quite busy.
1: Yeah, we um, ran campaigns and then we went on vacation after that. And now we came back, but thanks to the magic of pre-recording stuff, it'll be seamless, and you wouldn't have missed a week, hopefully.
0: Hopefully not. Maybe. That's why you subscribe so you don't miss a week.
1: Oh, yeah, subscribe and all that. How you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm trying to get back into the group of things after our week vacation, you know, work, sleeping like a normal human work, not having a nap in the middle of the day.
1: You could still nap. You have like an hour lunch break. You should use it for napping.
0: I do occasionally nap on my lunch break. Oh, that
1: would be the worst for me. I feel like I would just be ruined for the rest of the day if Sometimes I
0: Sometimes I hide places and watch Netflix and then I fall asleep.
1: <laughs> I picture you like in a crawl space or like between walls <laughs> at work. just hiding there in the dark, but with an iPad watching Netflix and then falling asleep. Yeah, that's me. When I was in high school... Oh, this is um, reminiscing time now, apparently. When I was in high school, I worked in like a hardware store. There's like, you know, that pink fiberglass insulation? Yeah. We would uh, pile it up. And so you could like hide behind it and make like little pits. Because we would work at 5 a.m. shifts on Saturday, and it was a bunch of like 17-year-olds. And yeah, so we would make little beds of uh, fiberglass insulation. Wow. I could never nap because I can't nap in general, but you, I'd just yeah. go there and sit down for a little bit if I needed a break.
0: It's kind of nice to just lay down and put your head on something soft.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Yes, it is. That's
1: something we can all agree yeah. on. So this podcast, it is my turn to bring you... A movie that I think you should watch. But before we get into that, we always like to chat about things we're watching or reading or listening to. What's been good for you lately?
0: Um, I just finished Billy Jensen's audiobook, Chase Darkness, with me. And by just finished, I mean I finished it like an hour ago. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, He is a reporter turned true crime reporter turned true crime like
1: committer no murdered someone
0: (laughs) no um it turned like amateur sleuth okay who actually ended up solving quite a few murders just through crowdsourcing and like social media and um because legally in the states um law enforcement isn't like, there are a lot of rules about what you can post on social media about a crime or anything like that. So because he's not a police officer, he's able to do these things. And it's um, it's kind of neat to watch him solve these crimes using kind of social media as a tool. And Facebook, um, I learned a lot about Facebook's, uh, like, sponsored post Abilities, Right. And how, like, specific you can get with them and how you can target, like, a block in a city and only show the ads to people who, like...
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: ...one thing or grew up in this place is approximately 60 and owned a Camaro. Like, it's, like, yeah. super scary. Yeah. And, like, but also very helpful, apparently, in solving murders because... Um he's got a pretty good solve rate for someone who's not actually a detective.
1: Mhm. There's been a few of um I know more from like podcasters that they go and do mm-hmm. this cold case and ends up being solved because yes. of it, which is crazy to me.
0: Like the Golden State Killer. Yeah, there you go. Um that was
1: through more the book.
0: It was right? more the book and just the publicity right, kind yeah. of forced the police to and kind I of look into it again.
1: That's definitely the best thing that's coming out of this big uh true crime resurgence but i am mm-hmm. when it was new i was like oh yeah i want to read about all these true crimes and i'm sick of it i I'm know very you're pretty done it. with true crime i'm sick of like groups of 20 somethings having wine and talking about murder and being so detached from it but then when you talk about any actual they they don't talk about it with any gravity it's like it was a tv show they watched but you're like yeah those people are dead though yeah but yeah i'm kind of done with true crime for a while so i've uh stopped listening to those podcasts for a bit i'll probably get back into it at some point but yeah it's just saturated i'm
0: very, I'm very selective about what i listen to now i feel <laughs> like at the beginning i was very much like oh, i'm gonna listen to all the podcasts all the true crime and now i've kind of cut back and i'm only listening to like a select few that i actually enjoy
1: right so this book, though, you give uh, give the thumbs up.
0: Yeah, it was very really good. good. It's um not just about true crime. It's also um it's also about his life. It's kind of a autobiographical look at him and how he ended up being this person who hmm. is freelancing detective work. Yeah, on the internet. So I think it's 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 a really interesting book. And it was very touching. He talks about his dad. And his family and who was murdered? No,
1: nope. who murdered someone? No, okay.
0: none of those things. Um, and he also talks about Disney World, which I enjoy because I was just there a couple months ago.
1: <laughs> anything Disney related? Yes. You're on board for
0: anything Disney related.
1: Oh, that might come up later today. Oh, a interesting. Hint. A hint. Interesting.
0: Hmm. Uh, what about you? What are you reading, listening to, watching?
1: So I am on a organization that promotes this thing called the YRCA. It's the Young Readers Choice Awards it's an award that's given out in the northwest so it's uh, the states of Washington, Oregon, Alaska and the provinces of British Columbia and Alberta where we are where and we are. what it does is it can just promotes reading for kids and the thing is that the kids choose the books and the kids vote on the books and there's three levels the uh not beginner <laughs> that sounds like junior, intermediate all and senior books yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now in the real world the 2019 one just ended. So I thought I would suggest a couple ones that I thought were very good from uh, each one. I read a couple
0: of these.
1: So there was 24 in total, uh, 8 in each division, and I read 21 of the 24. Um, so I I'll... think I read 3. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what won and what I liked better. So in the junior division, uh, the winner was dog man because it's uh kids love it was a landslide dog, wow. if you if any of you um have kids or know children that are in elementary school uh you know about Dogman. man you know how big it is that one but there was um some other really good ones out of that division like one called the wild robot which was kind of a fable almost about mm-hmm. a robot who comes to life essentially on an island with animals yeah it's it's a fable at heart and talks a lot about uh humanity even though there's no people in it
0: oh interesting. so that was one
1: that i really liked from there in the intermediate the division the winner was the hidden oracle okay. which is there's like that percy jackson
0: series right
1: which was very big this is a um, a spin-off kind of of that right it was all right it was fine but there was another book called booked which is uh, by kwame alexander and he writes um a few different books that are sports based and you hmm. think like, oh, it's a book about soccer. How good is it going to be? It's all poetry. And each page or couple pages is a different style of poetry. Oh. it's It's very good, but it has one continuous narrative throughout it. So that's a really good one. And in the senior division, I think Three Dark Crowns won, but I actually forget because whatever won the senior division, I didn't like. Mm, yes. Because the senior division had three fantastic books in it. Um, all kind of dealt with sexual assault though. So maybe they didn't get a lot of readers or yeah, they're I can very see that. serious and they may have split the vote. But uh, one of them was called The Female of the Species, which right. is my maybe favorite book of the year. Mm. I loved it. It's written by Mindy McGinnis, and I recommend all of you go out there and read it.
0: Go read it I always it now. feel
1: like if I have a daughter for her 17th birthday, I'm like, read this book. It's important.
0: <laughs> Make sure you use that really menacing voice to yeah. creep her out.
1: And the other one which you read as well and I think really liked was Exit Pursued by a Bear yes. by E.K. Johnson.
0: I really, really like that one.
1: It um, deals with sexual assault in a way where we don't often see it. I feel like in movies and books, especially if they're targeted at a younger audience, you're either like a real victim and Mm -hmm. traumatized and victimized, or you're the superhero that overcomes it and it makes you stronger. Yeah. But in this one, it had very, I guess, a realistic look. Like not being a survivor of it myself, I can't really say, but Mm -hmm. it seemed very grounded in that it was. it's in between. No one's going to be all one way or another. And the way she gets through it was... Help from friends and and taking time, and mm-hmm. it was um, yeah. She the like way it was dealt with, I think, was very good.
0: Dealt with it well, yes, and I really enjoyed it because, of course, it has cheerleading in it. Yes, there's a lot of cheerleading, and I really the enjoyed the athlete mentality that they put forward because I think yeah, I think whoever wrote this really understands like the athlete mentality, maybe not mm-hmm. cheerleading, but.
1: Just in general. Just in general,
0: how athletes deal with stuff and how they process things and how they, like, push themselves. And that was a really interesting way to look at sexual assault Mm -hmm. um, through, like, an athlete's brain. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm and the other one was called we are the ants which um i think not a lot of people read but it's very good it has like a kind of a sci-fi twist on it but it's uh yeah all those three are my big picks from the young readers choice award and maybe in a year i'll give my picks for the the 2020 because the nominees were just announced and i'll be able to uh i'm already starting reading those ones
0: that uh I, i can't wait to see what they are and maybe this year i'll read more yeah, there's some good ones. More than just like three. <laughs> so this week, it's your turn to introduce a movie to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm really excited because you mentioned Disney and I love Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you want to tell me what it is?
1: I do. Maybe I'll start giving you hints and let's see if you can guess it. Okay. So the year 1988. I don't think that helps you because I think you might think this is actually from later. It's something that we've talked about and something that you want wanted to watch. Something that I'm a big fan of. Something that also some of your other friends are big fans of. Oh. Something animated. Okay. Not Disney, but kind of Disney, which I'll explain later. I own clothing from this movie.
0: From this movie yes. or with this movie on it?
1: With this movie on it. With characters from this movie on it. When we were on vacation, not this year, but last year, you purchased stuff with this movie on it for your friends. Oh. Some, this movie has a character that you always pronounce a certain way and then I correct you.
0: (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) So our movie for this week is My Neighbor Totoro. Totoro! Yes.
0: (laughs) Yay. Okay. I'm excited. It is one that I've wanted to see a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought one of my friends Totoro socks when we were in Vancouver. Yes. Um, I also
1: own some socks.
0: Totoro.
1: <laughs> we'll see because we're going to watch it. I'll give even give you the option because, of course, um, my neighbor Totoro is uh, from 1988. It's directed by Hayao Miyazaki, who is one of the greatest filmmakers of all time Mm -hmm. Uh, especially when it comes to animated I would just say the greatest when it comes to animated so
0: it does seem newer yeah like I totally thought it was newer I didn't think it was as old as I am
1: yeah yeah so it's from 88 it's in Japanese but I'm gonna be so nice that I'm gonna give you the option if you want you can watch the English dub or you can watch it in Japanese with subtitles And when I said it's kind of Disney, it's because, of course, it's from Studio Ghibli, which is a a huge studio in Japan that does a lot of great animated movies. But in North America, it was released by Disney. They bought the rights and they didn't do anything for it because they got this much after, many years after it was released over there. So in... Quite a few years ago, Fox had it, and there is a Fox dub out there with different voice actors. Oh. But the version I have is the Disney one, so we can listen to it in Japanese or in English. And it actually has a few names in the English version. Both of the um, the Fanning sisters, Dakota and Elle, oh, do the voices of the two sisters Really? In
0: Interesting. And this
1: was kind of when they were, were of the Little appropriate people. ages of these characters. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's happened to them anymore. I don't really...
0: L Fanning's still in stuff. Yeah. I don't know about Dakota Fanning.
1: I don't know. I think they both are doing things, but not stuff that I'm familiar yeah. with, at least. So you know a little bit about the movie. What do you think this movie is about?
0: Uh, I think it's about, like, a, an imaginary friend. And there's, like, I know there's little girls in it. And I think it's just, like, their imaginary friend and adventures that they go on.
1: That's actually not too far off, Oh, really? really. Yeah. Another reason that I wanted to do this movie now is in the past couple of movies, we were talking about how some movies are like hard work. There's big thoughts. There's big ideas like in Blade Runner, Mm -hmm. where maybe you didn't even love the movie, but you appreciated those big thoughts. Yeah. And then you would talk about uh, Bride Wars, which it turns out you didn't even love.
0: No. (laughs) But you said
1: like it doesn't have those big things in it. Yeah. And so I was talking about how you can get a movie that doesn't have these big ideas and it can still do light things great. And I think that's what this movie is. Right. This movie and a lot of Miyazaki movies, you could argue they don't have villains. They don't have huge conflicts, Mm -hmm. but they're big beautiful and they um they speak to something inside you that that you don't necessarily need a plot to get to huh
0: interesting
1: and i think this movie it's very nostalgic for me not because i saw it as a child i actually probably didn't see it until i was in my 20s but this movie kind of encapsulates childhood mm. it doesn't remind you of childhood because you saw it when you were a child it just reminds you of what it's like to be a child Okay. It's so innocent and has this sense of wonder that I think a lot of movies now try to do and it seems forced and Miyazaki takes the time to, uh, to let the movie breathe and you can really feel all that coming through.
0: Huh, interesting. I'm excited to watch this. Also, I'd just like to know that you're doing this without notes at all. You just have all your thoughts in your head, which I'm impressed by. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: it's, it's a very good movie.
0: <laughs> that tells me that you really, really like it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And also, I'm excited to see it because I haven't seen it in years. Oh. This isn't even my favorite Miyazaki movie, but I think it's such a good one as an introduction. Probably we're going to talk a lot about it versus Disney because Miyazaki right. is often called the Japanese Walt Disney.
0: Right.
1: But the only thing that they have in common is that they both made animated movies. Huh. Uh, The Disney formula is so far away from the Miyazaki formula. Mm -hmm. And although it's fun to talk about both of them because they approach these ideas in such different ways. Right. Of course, like I love Disney movies, like Mm -hmm. those great ones throughout the 90s, late 80s even, I guess. But um, especially in the 90s, I think they're fantastic. I'm not going to be someone who's like, oh, I'm above Disney movies or Formula A. Yeah. They're fantastic movies. They are. I do like probably these Miyazaki ones better. So when I um, compare them.
0: Better than them. Moana?
1: Oh, I like Totoro better than Moana. Oh.
0: Yeah. We um we sang Moana the entire time we were in Mexico last week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I made a rule that we're only allowed to listen to Moana on uh, on vacation. vacations because or else it'll just be in my head Forever. constantly. yes. Yeah, it sticks with me for a long time. It does. I had hockey the other night and the whole time I was skating up and down the ice just going, Moana. Nah,
0: make way. Wait, make you can't way. sing it or else we have to pay. Oh, sorry.
1: I don't think that's how it works. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I sang it really badly. So. Yeah, then it's fine. <laughs> Um, well, I'm excited. Do you want to
1: watch a trailer for it? Sure. So we are going to watch a trailer for the English version because I thought everyone out there listening to the other trailers I've seen, which is one is just music and the other is all in Japanese. It probably Mm. won't give our listeners the greatest idea, but also
0: podcasts don't come with subtitles. (laughs)
1: Yes. And this um, trailer, I think it's not a great trailer, Mm. but it, um. It gets you into the movie and introduces things. So let's uh, watch and listen. Sounds good.
2: Jump aboard. <laughs> it's the good time fly high fantasy you've been looking for. It's a journey that will take you to heights you've always dreamed about. Hang on tight you know, to my neighbor, Totoro. They're furry, you are cuddly. They're huge. And they're loud. And most of all, they're lovable.
1: And there was a little one. And one this big. And a great big one.
2: But to grown-ups... You do ...they're invisible. <laughs> Enter a beautiful new world of enchantment where your house turns out to be a magical playground. Your neighbor is a magical Totoro. <laughs> it's the fantasy that's bigger than your imagination. You'll never forget your ride on the 12-legged cat bus. It wasn't an umbrella he took with him daddy's? It's the roller coaster thrill of a lifetime. <laughs> You'll laugh with Totoro. <laughs> with Totoro. Best of all, you'll fly with Totoro. Since the time you were small, you've dreamed of adventures this tall. Now, the new classic children's storybook flies to life on the screen. From world-renowned master animation director Hayao Miyazaki. An animated it's adventure for children of all ages. My neighbor Totoro. totoro, totoro. totoro, totoro. totoro, totoro. A Tohoku in production from 50th Street Coma Films. Totoro, totoro. So,
1: what do you think?
0: Um, I'm really excited to watch it because it looks really cute.
1: It is. It's very cute. It's. It's majestic, it's serene, it's magical, it's the whimsical.
0: 12-legged cat bus seems like something that you would just like dream about.
1: Oh, I love cat bus. Cat bus is one of my favorite characters <laughs> in film. Oh, it's a
0: character? Yeah, it's cat bus. Oh, okay. You know, cat it bus. It said ride a cat bus, so I didn't think it was like a, a person, but...
1: It's a cat bus.
0: These are all things I'll learn.
1: I have a cat bus pin somewhere. Do you? Uh, when I was in Japan, I rode a cat bus funicular it was like all designed like cat bus and i was very happy to be in it
0: so you've literally ridden a cat bus
1: Mm, yeah it it wasn't quite as good as it is in the
0: movie (laughs) um so yeah you're right i bought my friend a one of those like um solar powered little guys that like nod when they're in the sun Mm -hmm. um I bought her a Totoro like that. So he just wiggles back and forth. He's really cute. Oh,
1: yeah. he is really cute.
0: So I'm excited to see real Totoro in action. because yes. um, I've just... I, I, I honestly only know the character because my friend was so obsessed with him.
1: And it's kind of all over the place, and it too. Yeah,
0: I think it's because it's Disney. Like, I know I was recently at Hot Topic... Um, shopping and uh they have like a whole totoro section i could get like a totoro hair bow or like a little purse or You're socks want one or, like, this. i think i am i think i'm <laughs> gonna have to go to hot topic i'm gonna <laughs> exchange the bathing suit that didn't fit you for totoro merchandise
1: yeah oh if there's a totoro
0: bathing bathing suit there isn't mm, unfortunately I... no there was like gloves and socks though and a hair bow
1: uh to stick with my kitty beans <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i'm taking that back right so i think i want to watch the english english dubbed version
1: sure i actually think like of course i always recommend watching it in the original language yeah. but i think which make might make a lot of people angry i think the disney dub is pretty good i think that voice actors are quite good in it
0: i'm excited excited to try it out
1: yeah and also it's only like 86 minutes so oh that's yeah you nice were too. saying
0: that it's a nice quick one
1: yeah great so all of you out there you have no reason not to watch it if you haven't seen it you really should it's a um it was kind of a changing point for for japanese animation as well it was it's a real landmark film then the late 80s in both the the united states and japan things were really getting going for animation with uh Little Mermaid in maybe like 88 or 89, Mm -hmm. and then uh, Beauty and the Beast in 90, and uh, My Neighbor Totoro in 88. Don't forget
0: Lion King.
1: That was quite a bit later, wasn't it? like
0: 1992 or 1994. Okay,
1: yeah. But I think uh, there was Aladdin before that that was... True. I think Disney was already really into it, really going by the time Lion King came out. yeah,
0: yeah. I just remember that was one of the first ones that I saw. Oh, yeah. Because I was little.
1: That was like the... I think it might still be the biggest selling VHS of all time. Really? Yeah. It might be the biggest selling home video of all time because no DVDs overcame it.
0: True, And I I don't know that it's... I think it's only been released once out of the Disney vault, so...
1: I'm sure after like once DVD and Blu-ray came out, there was new versions there. I guess, yeah. But I have a nice uh, Blu-ray copy of Totoro, which... I wasn't sure if I owned it, so I went and got it from the library, and then I came home and was like, oh, yeah, it's right here. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> of
0: course you own it. Yeah. Um,
1: well, let's uh, go watch it. Let's go
0: watch it. You go watch it now.
1: Yes. Come back for Not the you, next episode. our listeners. No, me too, though.
0: Oh, yeah, you too. You're, gonna, you're here with me, though. Yeah. Okay, so everyone go and watch it, and we'll meet back here in... Let's say 86 minutes. Yes. (laughs) So you can have a washroom break as well. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, And this is a good one too. If you have um, young ones, bring them in. This is like definitely one that people of any age could watch. Yes. I love it in my 30s. Five-year-olds, two-year-olds are going to love it. Ninety-year-olds are going to be, especially 90-year-olds. It's their favorite movie. Oh, it's their favorite. You know that? It's um, Treasure of the Sierra Madre and My Neighbor Totoro are their two favorites. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> By your grandma, my neighbor Totoro, or yeah. she probably already owns she probably it. Probably has it. Yeah,
1: but she only has the VHS. Get her a new copy.
0: Get her, get her a Blu-ray. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, uh, if you have any questions, suggestions for us, Samantha, where could they reach us?
0: Uh, you can email us at i love this you should and the number two at gmail dot com. You can tweet at us in. More than one hundred and forty characters. I learned that today. Oh, um, they upped the limit at some point at iltys two, and on Facebook at I love this. You should two dash podcast, and I'm really excited to come back and talk about this one, even though I haven't seen it yet. So we'll uh, we'll meet you back here.
1: Yeah, and um, subscribe to us and tell your friends.
0: Rate, review, subscribe. Is that what podcasters say? I
1: don't know. I'm still learning. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, do all those things and then we'll uh, we'll talk about it after.
1: Tell your friends and go watch My Neighbor Totoro.
0: Yeah, take your friend's phone and subscribe to us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And purchase this movie for them.
0: And purchase it. (laughs) They probably have Amazon Prime. You can just, like, get it there and it'll be overnighted to them, I'm sure. There you go. I'll wake up in the morning and have Totoro.
1: Yeah. Oh. I wanna wake up in the morning next to one and just be all fluffy and then I can cuddle up with it.
0: Nope, That'd just be so me. nice.
1: <laughs> well, I guess that's good too.
0: <laughs> okay, we will see you soon. Bye everybody. Bye. I don't know what that goodbye was. <laughs>